Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. I wanted to talk today about the recent Syrian conflict, the airstrikes ordered by President Trump on Syria, and really talk about it from three different perspectives. The first is from a Catholic perspective, the second is from an American perspective, and then the third is from just a common sense perspective. So, as most people probably know, last Friday, President Trump um, announced that he had ordered airstrikes on Syria, and it was supposedly in response to the fact that uh, the, the Syrian leader, Assad, had ordered uh, chemical strikes against some of his own citizens, something he's been accused of doing in the past. And so Trump basically stated that we have to uh, show them that this is you know, a wrong thing to do. I think he called him a gas-killing animal on Twitter, and so he ordered these strikes that happened on on last Friday, uh, April 13th, I believe. Now, I think this is a, a, a big mistake. I think it was wrong from many different perspectives. And I think it was wrong from, like I said at the beginning, from a Catholic perspective, from an American perspective, and also just from a common sense perspective. So let me go through each one of these and explain why I think it was wrong from each one. Now, for Catholics, what guides our principles when it comes to military action is basically the just war doctrine, the just war theory. That was first articulated by St. Augustine, but it's been developed over the centuries. It's part of the catechism, in fact. And it gives four criteria for what, when it is uh, proper to, uh, for a country to engage in military actions. And they are, the first one is that the damage inflicted by the aggressor on the nation or community of nations must be lasting, grave, and certain. And so, first of all, we see very quickly that this doesn't really apply. Uh, Assad's decision to uh, you know, chemically gas some of his citizens, while awful and terrible, if true, and I do think there's a big if there, if true, you know, it's not going to, it doesn't qualify under the damage inflicted by the aggressor on the nation must be lasting, grave, and certain. This is a local situation, and it doesn't really impact America or any other country for that matter in any way. The second criteria of the just war doctrine is all other means of putting an end to it must have been shown to be impractical and effective. And I don't see how you could say that applies either. Uh, there's many different ways that when a country is doing something internally like this that you can uh, go against them. You can have sanctions. You can have different ways that you can have the people go against this and try to persuade the nation to stop doing this, persuade the leader to stop doing this. Airstrikes are not necessarily going to be uh, the first means, and it, there's no evidence that all these other means were used. The third criteria of the Just War Doctrine is there must be, a, be serious prospects of success. I mean, you could say there's prospects of success in the sense that the, the strikes were successful, they did what they were supposed to do, but the fact is we have a history of intervention in the Middle East that is failure after failure after failure. In fact, President Obama back in 2013 did something very similar for similar reasons, yet obviously Assad is still supposedly doing this. So I don't know how you could say this has a great uh, chance of success based upon our previous history. And then the fourth criteria is the use of arms must not produce evils and disorders graver than the evil to be eliminated. The power of modern means of destruction weighs very heavily in evaluating this condition. Again, this is from Catechism. That's the fourth criteria of the just war doctrine. I think this is very seriously a, a, a possible problem as well, because we saw before this happened that 
uh, President Trump was getting in uh, basically a tit for tat with Russia about this. And, you know, Syria is Russia's ally, and there's, there's always a chance that Syria's going to respond in some way. And so the use of arms in this case could very well produce evils and disorders graver than the evil to be eliminated. Yes, it's possible the evil happening, the chemical weapon attacks in, on the citizens of Syria, if true, that is an evil. But World War III is a lot greater evil than that. So I think in all four of these criteria of just war doctrine, I don't see how you could say that the airstrikes against Syria apply. So I think as a Catholic, I think we should be very strongly opposed to, to these actions. Now, next, I wanted to go through as an American, an American perspective. Essentially, this act is unconstitutional. Uh, Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution clearly states that only Congress has the power to wage war. And this is something that's you know, very well established, very um, known throughout the country, throughout the, the country's history. Yet, so often in recent years, presidents have basically just taken unilateral act, military action against other countries without congressional approval. And what they've done is they've used, they've said the War Powers Act of 1973 somehow gives them this, this authority. First of all, I'd like to argue that the War Powers Act does not obviously in any way supersede the Constitution. The Constitution always comes first. But even the War Powers Act, that is problematic as well. I have in front of me some of the language of the War Powers Act, and it states that the president can send armed forces into action only by declaration of war by Congress, which obviously didn't happen here. It says, or in case of, quote, a national emergency created by attack upon the United States, its territories or possessions, or its armed forces. Clearly this didn't happen. There was no attack on American interests, on, on America, on its armed forces, its territories or possessions, unless you're now claiming Syria as a possession of the United States, which I think would be kind of crazy. So this doesn't even apply. The War Powers Act does not even apply in this situation. Yet so often we hear that basically the War Powers Act says that the president can do whatever he wants militarily as long as he just tells Congress within 90 days and gets their approval. I'm sorry, within 60 days and gets their approval. Well, that's not what the War Powers Act states. Basically, it states within 60 days he has to report if he has done one of these, if he has taken military action that applies in this situation, which this situation does not apply to the War Powers Act. The fact is, we want it to be hard to go to war. Congress, you know, when, when the Founding Fathers created the Constitution, they made it so that a lot of people have to agree that war is necessary, not one person. The whole point of the U.S. Uh, Revolution was to take away the imperial presidency, a, a leader who could basically, a king who could just decide, okay, we're going to war. We don't want that. We don't want to have a president who can unilaterally go to war. The fact is, if we really were attacked, like at Pearl Harbor, you don't think Congress would act quickly? They would declare war within hours if that were to happen. But that's not what's happening in these situations. The president's basically just attacking and, and, and you know, attacking first, asking questions later. So I think this goes very much against our constitutional, uh, our, our constitution and the authority the president has. And by the way, just to be clear, I think this applies to all presidents, not just President Trump. I, I think President Obama clearly violated. I think President uh, Bush violated and Clinton violated. I mean, we could just go back on and on. So, so that's the second point is that I think this action goes against American constitutional principles. So from a Catholic perspective and an American perspective, I think it was a mistake. The third is just common sense. 
Okay, do we really want to be the world's policeman? I was listening to the radio the other day, and I heard somebody saying, oh, we have to defend what's right, and this is wrong that Assad did this. Again, I want to make it clear, I don't think there's any strong evidence that Assad actually did do this. It was completely against his self-interest to do something like this, so I don't really think he did. But even if he did, let's grant the fact that he did this. Are we now going to say anytime somebody does something wrong in the world, America's going to strike? Well, what about North Korea? What they're doing to their citizens? Why don't we bomb them? What about happens in you know, some of these African countries? You hear about these different situations where leaders will these terrible things to their citizens. Should we bomb them? The fact is, is that unless something is in American strategic interest, unless it clearly is in our interest, i.e. they're attacking us, they're attacking our territories, they're attacking our troops, like the War Powers Act states, I don't think we should be getting involved militarily. And so if you look also at the history of intervention, I'm going to, uh, I'll try to link this YouTube video I just saw from uh, Reason Magazine talking about the history of American intervention over the past 60 years in the Middle East. It's basically one failure after another where, for some reason, American presidents think, hey, if we bomb in the Middle East, that's going to solve all the problems. That's going to somehow magically bring democracy to the area. That's not what's going to happen. It's just going to make people more upset at us, make people less likely to want to uh, listen to us at a, at, a, at a bargaining table, negotiating table, whatever the case may be. So the fact of the matter is... From just a common sense perspective, it's ludicrous and idiotic for us to continue to bomb people in the countries in the Middle East when they do something we don't like. If it's against, if it's not against, directly against us, the United States, I don't think we should be getting involved. So I would argue that all Americans, all Catholics, should be opposed to this. And also, I have a petition I put up on my Facebook page a few days ago that that you know, states that, you know, that we're against, that people are against this. I, I recommend that you would sign that just to show, if nothing else, to show history that people were against things like this. And also, I just want to make sure, make sure it's clear about one thing. This is not about President Trump or the Republican Party being wrong, because President Obama did literally the exact same thing five years ago. In fact, I, I found that in 2013, when President Obama threatened strikes against Syria for, for similar reasons, a bunch of congressmen wrote him a letter stating that this is unconstitutional, he shouldn't do this. And it was signed by mostly Republicans and a few Democrats. Well, last week when Trump said he's going to be bombing Syria, a letter was sent, almost identical language to President Trump stating he shouldn't do this, it's constitutional. Unconstitutional, sorry. And it was signed by mostly Democrats and a few Republicans. That's hypocrisy in the worst form. That's why our two-party system, I think, is failing. Because basically what's happening is we're just supporting somebody if our party leader is for it. I don't care if it's Obama doing it or Trump doing it or somebody else doing it. If it's unconstitutional, if it's against the just war doctrine, and if it's against common sense, I think we should all be against it. Well, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, so until next time, keep swimming against the stream.